Welcome, everyone, to our Hobbs and Shaw review special. Uh, 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 uh. Fast, Fast and, and Furious presents colon Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. Lock and That's load, the movie. That's the movie. Uh, I'm Brandon T. McClure. With me, as always, is Sparks Witty. Yep. Yo, yo. Ryan yo, 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 yo. Oh, I'm sorry. I covered your name. Go what's ahead. my name? Ryan Eliopoulos. Thank you very much. Hey, what's up, guys? Let's talk about Fast and the Furious. Uh, not joining us is Ben Magnet. Still sick. Still sick. Yeah, unfortunately. Violently yeah. ill. Out of all ends. Pooping everywhere. All ends. Isn't that right, Ben? He won't hear this for weeks. For weeks. See, we're going to give the impression that he is still sick and not that we recorded this on the same day. That's not at all the impression that I give. I mean, yeah. technically, we're not lying. He Shh. is still sick. It's You're true. Right. As of right now. I just texted him a little bit ago, <laughs> yeah. and he said, I'm feeling better. He didn't get get to go see this movie with us, unfortunately. I think he would quite enjoy it. I bet he will. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get some initial thoughts. Uh, doing these review specials <coughs> is always really strange for me because I'm like, let's get into nonsense. But I'm like, no, just initial thoughts. Let's, let's just dive in. What's going on? What do you guys think about the movie? I'm sorry. Right. I meant drive in. Whoa. Uh, do I not you. get to go first anymore? Thank you guys for listening to our review special of Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. No, Ryan, you go first. I was surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. It is a, it's, it's, it's a, not very deep. I would almost say it's a little shallow, but that doesn't mean that it still can't be a really fun theatrical experience where I'm smiling the entire time. Sparks? Yeah, I, I had a really good time. I pretty much got the movie I expected I was going to get going in. And you and saw I had fun with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had fun with it. Black so. Superman. Um, before I tell you my initial thoughts, what was your guys' theater experience like? Were uh, your theater like super into it? We, well, we didn't were, have that many people. We went early in the morning, so we were mostly empty. There, was like two, uh, there, there was were like two there were people really into it though. There were, there was like one group behind us who were like laughing and clapping at moments. Okay, so I wonder if perhaps my experience was colored by my theater experience because my theater was not having this film. Really, very. When did you what t- what time when did you see it? About ten o'clock on a Saturday. On a, on a Saturday. Really, so like a busy theater? Yeah, weird. Packed. Yeah, packed. That's theater. what I, I wanted to see this movie in a packed theater because I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Every, every seat filled. Uh, so perhaps that's why. But honestly, I was a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. It is a fun film. I had I, I was in, I was enjoy I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not spoiler alert. I'm not going to give it a bad score, uh, but it kind of fails for me as a Fast and Furious film, and it's a little disappointing as a just summer fun action film for me. Okay, um, I feel you. That that's that's where I'm coming from. All right, let's get into it. So we open this film, and we. How do we open this movie? It opens with a heist. Where yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the M16. MI6. Uh, MI6. Well, M16, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, that team. Not technically wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That's why I was going. Anyway, <laughs> they're moving in, and they're going to- uh, uh, Get this virus. To get the virus thing. And the Idris Elba's like, nah, that my virus. And then he moves up. Can I just go through the whole movie like this? The first then he line of the movie, up. I'm the bad guy. I'm like, all right, Who? got it. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Yeah, and then he just rolls up, and he's trying to take the virus. He kills the whole team, and Sister Shaw's like, boom, oh, virus is me. I'm the and virus. And then Idris Elba's like, damn, now I gotta go find her. Here, make her bad guy. And then it's like, who will ever stop us? And then hard cut to split screen is Hobbs and Shaw waking up in the morning. Oh, look, one cooks his eggs and one eats some raw. I'm, I'm, That's the movie. I'm guessing you guys were into... The banter between Hobbs and Shaw. I won't be 100% honest. Uh, it doesn't always work because I think there is a lot of it, but most of it does work, yes. See, I would actually argue that most of it doesn't work. Well, so I'm, yeah. in, I'm into it for the I'm into it for the beginning. Some of the lines aren't great for me. Like some of the banter, like 
I'm what you call a champagne problem. I'm sorry. Are, so I had to be clear. Are we talking about the banter between the two of them or just their banter, period? The banter between the two of them. Okay. I thought it works really well in Fate of the Furious. Because what you just said, uh, champagne problem, is just him. No, I know, but there's. Like, I was using <clears throat> that as like lines. Okay. Lines don't always work for me sure. in this film. Um, the banter between the two of them, they have chemistry, um, but the, it's it kind of, after a while, felt like the same joke just being rewritten in different ways. And I was getting tired of it. I t- I'll tell you what, I can't argue with that because I think you're right. Uh, f- it, it didn't really, again, like, uh, it worked, I would say, 90% of the time. Every I'll, once in a while, I'll be like, oh, that's a little much. I'll put it this way. I think everything on Dwayne Johnson's side was fine because nothing in there was not already what Luke Hobbs has always been anyway. Sure. Uh, and that's he's always been good at delivering those lines. He has a lot of charisma. Yeah. Statham is not oozing charisma. He's not good at squeezing out extra charm uh into his lines especially when he's like trying to sass back at Dwayne Johnson who's just really good at that yeah and so it doesn't always play yeah that's probably where where that where that was coming from uh I didn't realize that the writer of Iron Man 3 also wrote this movie uh Chris Morgan no Drew Pierce oh sure yeah I mean I I guess that I can see where the witty witty banter comes from then Yeah. yeah um yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. So my favorite Fast and the Furious film is Fast Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the standard for me. For me, that's the standard. That is the bar that every Fast and Furious film needs to hit, bare minimum, or else you know. Um, uh, I think up top. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. So it's your favorite. Every Fast and Furious film has to meet that bar or be better than it. No. It, so I think Fast Five is. It's my favorite, and I think it's the best. Okay. I think it is the best film. It's the one that works the most. It's the one that... When you think of Fast and the Furious, it's Fast Five. It's Fast Five. Sure. Like, it's got the best cast. It's... It's got the bank the bank vault. It's got the bank vault sequence. I, I, that's my, which, one of my favorite stunt, Which isn't too, yeah. too far. It, had, it, it didn't go too <clears> far. <throat> it's still believable uh, that these that these that these people who stole DVD players would like screw it. Let's just steal a bank vault right now. Sure. Just to screw these guys. Sure. You know, before the spy stuff happens, before all that stuff, before they save the world, before they save the world. Like that's to me, that's pure fast and furious is fast five. Sure. Um, and I, and, and and I a hundred percent get that. Uh, but now we're four movies later and you keep at that. You have an escalate. And I understand why, uh, I fast five actually might be my favorite too. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not to say that I don't love what the franchise has become. So I was th- so uh, that said. Now I have been thinking a lot about Fate of the Furious, and I think Fate of the Furious is a lot of fun. I think it is a blast of a movie. Sure. Um, but it has a similar problem that this film has. But I think this film doesn't have the charisma that Fate of the Furious has. Um, that this film is just kind of like we're just going to talk about how badass we are and do badass things, and that's just the franchise now. But that wasn't that the X factor of the franchise is not in this movie and arguably it's not in fate of the furious, but again, fate of the furious, I think it's just more fun. Um, I would argue that the rock is what helped make fast and furious what it is today. Sure. Didn't he come in in fast five? He does. Well, there you go. I think he helped, but I think it was Gal Gadot. I think it was Han. Mm-hmm. I think it was Tyrese Gibson common, uh, not Tyrese, common. um, Ludacris, Ludacris, uh, and but the core relationship was always Brian and uh, Dom. Mm-hmm. It was Dom. always Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Um, I'm kind of having a hard time justifying whether or not I needed the franchise to continue after Paul Walker passed away. 
and I don't think I did. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want a Luke Hobbs. I'm not here for a sequel to this, honestly. Uh, I'll I'll say that I didn't need anything past Fast Seven. Furious Seven. Yeah. Yeah. The whatever. <laughs> The seventh one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need anything past that either. I thought that was a great ending. I didn't need more. Yeah. I haven't been upset with more. Like yeah. I, none of none of it has made me go. Well, I'm really bummed they made this. You know, yeah. I haven't walked into any of them and gone. Well, they blew it. I remember being very positive on Fast Eight, and I'm still positive on it. I I I think every Fast and Furious movie since, yeah, since five has been great for for various reasons, and they have been getting crazier and crazier. But I mean. Escalation's important in, in big blockbusters. Escalation is important. I mean, I don't feel it is, but I understand why a lot of people do feel it is. Yeah. Um, I totally get the, 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 the idea you want to escalate in blockbusters. Mission Impossible has made a uh, career of it. Yes, um, I, think, I think that this franchise, where it went to post, like, I know what you're separating here, but like, uh, let's say six and seven, even with just where it could have stopped there, yeah. if they were going to keep going, it had to keep getting bigger. Like it's just the the what the franchise had become, it had to go yeah. up. Uh, there, there. That's what the franchise became partially based on. And I don't mean like you know in a theming way. I mean like part of why people kept kept coming back was to see the bigger, crazier Stunts. thing that they sure. would make them do next time. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like it had to escalate. Sure. Uh, and I know, and I know, like. Uh, <clears throat> I do want you to go through what you're about to say. Um, I just know that there's a whole lot of people. It's it's a really weird spectrum because I know a whole lot of people who like are like us, been with the franchise since the beginning. Uh, you know, love how it's evolved, or you know, whatever our feelings are, and that kind of thing. I know people who like this was the first one that they could tolerate since the very first one. Interesting. Uh, because they felt like everything else had been running it just into the ground, and this was the first one that felt like something different. Mostly because it is, because it's pretty much only tangentially connected, and especially if you're a person who didn't like those others, this is basically a separate thing. Right. Um, so I feel like this part of why the franchise is successful is because somehow it appeals to all these different audiences who care about different pieces of this franchise. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's definitely a part of it, and that's A-OK, but I do want to hear your take on well, it, what, think, what you're saying. I think I can sum it up in a really in what you just said. Uh, it appeals mm. to it appeal. There is something for in this franchise for everyone to appeal to. In Hobbs and Shaw specifically, that thing is missing for me. Mm-hmm. This film doesn't appeal to me as a fan of the franchise, but it does to other people. Sure. Um, to me, this doesn't feel like Fast and Furious. So what? Yes, and I and I I disagree with that because when I think of Fast and Furious, I think of stunts and family, and this movie had that in molt in spades. This has more family than any Fast and Furious movie because it's about the about the Rock reconnecting with his family from twenty five years ago. That's super powerful, and that's in like and it's the soup. This is a big stupid fun action movie, but like there are some moments with the Rock where he's talking to his brother, and I'm like, this is really good. This is some really good stuff, and it's not something I really expected. And that's what's great about this franchise. They're big blockbusters, but every movie gives us these small emotional moments every once in a while. I I don't know if I'd agree and say that this had more family. Like it certainly had more blood family than a previous Fast yeah. films, but like Fast, Fast and Furious, the fourth one, I mean, is probably the uh, the heaviest one on family. I think because it's about the family that isn't your blood that is your family, yes. and I think that film. This is like the opposite side of that. I think that film was peak on the family narrative. Was the fourth yes. one? Um, I agree with that. But but I I know what you're saying. saying yeah. it's more prevalent. No, there's a lot this. of it there. There's yeah. a lot of it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird, weird that the Shaws never once talk about the other brother, but you know, whatever. Super weird. He was busy. This film, this film. <laughs> no, but I mean, just like no, I'm, I'm talking kid- about, I'm like I'm kidding, yeah. And yeah. like that's that's the thing. So to me, a lot of the a lot of the family stuff comes off as well. It's Fast and Furious, so we have to have a family. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of felt a little disingenuous. Um, I and, loved and Vanessa Kirby in this. The stuff is it, the stuff yeah. is good with them. There's a lot of good actors in this. Vanessa Kirby is great. I think Vanessa Kirby honestly steals the movie. 
in, a, in a lot of places. I agree. Um, and but because it, it, but a lot of the reason why it feels a little disingenuous is because they keep talking about about the Shaws, especially this is family, family business. Where's Luke Evans? No, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, in a hospital. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. remember Fate of the Furious? Mm, oh yeah, that's right. He's up. No, I, I give you that absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the only I don't remember Fate of the Furious. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> if it helps, <laughs> I guess the only there is no real excuse, really. Uh, I didn't come to. I don't come to Fast and Furious for Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Jason Statham to talk about how how cool they are and how badass they are. Uh, and that's what a lot of this movie is, and a lot of Fate of the Furious is the same. Mm-hmm. Like I think Fate of the Furious suffers from the similar problem of like Vin Diesel's like I'm a badass and I can beat this guy who was a Game of Thrones. Uh, I mean, Vin Diesel kind of has to feel that way when he stepped on some concrete and the whole parking structure came down. Yes, that's true. I mean, I'd walk away thinking I'm a badass yeah. too. <laughs> um, but one of the reasons why I like Fast Five, and I'm I'm gonna go back to Fast Five a lot. In this that's fine. That's fine. Um, there is a fight between Vin Diesel and The Rock in Fast Five, and that fight is so raw mm-hmm. and so real and so just full of emotion, and it calls back to one of the best bits of, of the first Fast and Furious, where Vin Diesel is, where The Rock just pushed the wrong buttons, and Vin Diesel just goes at him and about <laughs> to, and about to like just wail on him with this uh, what was it like a wrench, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's such a raw moment. It didn't. It felt earned. That moment feels so earned. Uh, Arguably, I don't think any one-on-one fight felt the same in any of these films after, uh, including this one. I think the Jason Statham rock fight, where the rock is—that's how he gets injured, and he's like in the cast and stuff up in oh, that yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's a very good fight in the in it's, the DSS building. It's yeah. a good fight. Uh, there's there's good. See, it's, it's not a bad action movie. None of these are bad action movies, uh, and include and this one is not a bad action movie. David Leitch has made a better movie than Atomic Blonde. I didn't think it was possible, honestly. This is <laughs> a really good action. He movie. also yeah. directed John Wick, so like, well, I know, but like <laughs> after Atomic Blonde, I'm like, are you? He did. He did Deadpool two after that. Some of the sequences in this are really good. Yeah, some yeah. sequences are really good in this. Hell yeah! And it's also, I'm gonna just say a small little gripe. And I know what, what I think Sparks is going to say about this because we talked about it earlier. It takes up 45 minutes to get into a damn car. This is a Fast and the Furious movie. Why did it take so damn long? Oh, oh, I was like, what What would I have to say? Oh, I know what I would have to say about that. So I, I'll draw that comparison then. Like, I know you're saying, like, this isn't what I go to a Fast and Furious film for. And I go back to, like, I know it's in the franchise, but it is a it's Hobbs a spin-off. and Shaw spinoff. And, and, and I compare this to Star Wars. When I go to see Solo, I'm not expecting to see the title crawl. I'm not expecting to see 3PO and R2-D2 staples of the other Star Wars films, the main episode titles. They're trying to do something new in the world. I know it's something that exists in the world, but I'm not expecting to see the same things that are thematically implanted into the main story films. Sure. And that's how I feel about this. That's well, that's why a lot of those things don't bother me because I'm like, there, there's not, I don't have the same checklist that this has to hit that I would if I went and saw Fast I and almost Furious. Wish, <clears throat> excuse me, I almost wish this didn't have <clears throat> Fast and Furious Presents because then it gives it that moniker. I do too. Because if was, it's just Hobbs and Shaw, it's like, it's just these two characters. I do too because I was just about to say, if it was... So, even in a Rogue One or a Solo, like they still feel like Star Wars. Like there are still elements that are belong to the Star Wars universe, and they are still part of that world. Sure. For Hobbs and Shaw, you have introduced now a massive science science fiction story element oh that God, has so not Metal Gear. that has not existed in this franchise before. God's Eye is a surveillance device that can spy on anyone at any and time. That's Fate of the Furious, right? Uh, is that the last one? I think. Pretty no, sure. it was in it was in seven, seven that God's Eye was introduced. That's pretty science fiction because because uh, Paul Walker was still involved when they were pursuing okay. God's Eye. But now That's, we have that was uh, that was the <coughs> Misandre, uh, Misandre 
from Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. She'd invented it. She was introduced in You're right. Ramsey. Ramsey, You're right. I think Ramsey, yeah. Yeah. Um, now we have. So, so that's I totally understand what you're saying, and that bugs me, but not to the extent of now we have cybernetic humans, uh, cybernetic implants in humans, and now we are are have super soldiers. It is a leap. It is it, it is a leap. It is a leap, and if it and it feels so detached from the rest of the franchise that it almost feels like it shouldn't be part of the franchise. That's why it's not a Fast and the Furious Nine movie. It's Hobbs and Shaw, right? It's but a it's still side supposed to exist in the Fast and Furious franchise. I. For me, we're at the, if this if this movie came out after Fast Five, it wouldn't work. But this movie has come out after all this insanity. It works for me. Uh, for me, the Fast and Furious films, the core of them has always been the Toretto family, mm-hmm. and like whoever's in that family, not necessarily by blood, but like yeah. that crew. Um, and that crew has been asked to come help on Save the World assignments, but they are not the first people you go to for something like this. So the idea that things like this could exist isn't that big of a stretch to me when you think about the technology that they've already introduced in Seven and Eight. Um, so to me, this is like, well, it makes sense that Hobbs gets brought in because he is official. He is that person who's like also kind of been roped in with the Toretto team because of his history with them, but he's not part of that crew necessarily. He is still an official agent who gets called in for this kind of work. And this is the save the world kind of work that's happening in the fast franchise. I can buy that. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not a stretch to me to say that no more than like the other crazy action things that have happened up in up until eight, sure. that this is the world, the bigger world that uh, the more official government agents are dealing with. A live torpedo in Antarctica. <laughs> right. Crazy. This is not. This is not uh, past believability for me. And frankly, uh, I only get more excited at the idea of this Etrion existing, and then uh, the combination of that existing and Charlie Saron still being out there for the next Fast and Furious film, and those yeah, two baby. things being a thing that exists. You're reading my mind. Did you, Over the horizon. Did you guys see... So Vin Diesel's been posting a lot about Fast 9 uh, on Instagram. And there was this one where he and Tyrese Gibson are on these little bird scooters. And some guy is like dri- driving the car. And he's like, okay, go. And Tyrese's like, man, guys, we did some... Man, we did some real shit on this, on this set back there. We can't tell you what it is, but wow, it was... It was really something. And Vin Diesel just goes, it's a good thing we waited a year to get this right, didn't we? And it's like, yeah. It's like, oh my God, I need this to stop. <laughs> I it's need you guys. We waited a year. I need you guys to stop this right now. Yeah, uh, we were talking about it sparks like right after the movie. Like, God, we 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 hope that this beef, whatever stupid beef they have, gets squashed because like whether like you like like this premise or not, like there's this new there's like a world here that so many other characters are introduced. You know, like Lock and Loeb, which are just uh-huh. like, ridiculously fun, and like Kevin if, Hart. Kevin Hart. Uh, I guess he's. If I had one problem, I guess like. If something had to go, I guess it'd be Kevin Hart. But I still liked it. I didn't mind him being there, but that initial scene with him was too long. It was long. It was too long. Yes. That's like the one. And I'm like, cool. I know Dwayne Johnson and him are friends in real life. Yeah. I don't need this long of a scene. I I did like Ryan Reynolds. I actually think the film, when when it's just characters just vamping, I think all those moments go a little too long. I will agree. I think... I think you could trim a lot of the comedy out of this movie. Yeah. At least, like, because, like, just sometimes the banter does go on for a long time. Yes. And even though I am enjoying it, I'm like, I know this movie is, like, almost two and a half hours long. Like, it doesn't really need to be. When Ryan Reynolds is on screen, which I, lo- I by the way, when Ryan Reynolds showed up on screen, I'm like, holy shit, what the hell is Ryan Reynolds doing on yeah, this movie? Yeah, this was, he was, he was fantastic. He was so fun. Uh, I loved every bit of him. Yeah. Because he's, his whole bit is just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're big friends. Aren't we, Rebecca? And I'm like, I'm all about this. I'm all about Ryan Reynolds the, he pretending he's his closest friend in the world. Yeah. He has a matching tattoo. <laughs> he, he, killed someone, he killed someone with a brick. Like, how do you even do that? There's no sharp edges. Did you say for all the way to the end of the credits? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it was... Apparently, un- it was easy to kill someone with a brick. I think it was unnecessary, uh, but still fun. Yeah, I, I, th- I think the... I mean, obviously... Oh, this might not have actually been obvious unless you read his, his Instagram. Because Dwayne Johnson was like, I hope you guys like all our cameos because I'm building this team and we're going to go to the sequel. I'm like, oh, I, did honestly, I wish I didn't know that. Honestly, don't like... If David Leach comes back, or they just get a really another really great competent director, like action director, I don't mind because like I don't mind going to the movies and, and sitting through a a uh, f- just a fun dumb action movie. I hate calling sure. them that, but like that like at the end of the day, like this isn't you don't think a lot watching this movie, right? Mm-hmm. I just giggled and said, "Huh, that's funny." Uh, but the action really works. I think all the cameos are really fun. Um, we haven't talked about Idris Elba at all, and right. I love Idris Elba in this movie. It's like the first time you actually get to play an asshole, but like he's so charming, and I love seeing him like get he's, his spine worked on. He it's is crazy. clearly having a good time. Oh yes, yeah. he's yeah. the Black Superman. It's he's, awesome. He's killing it. Uh, his whole Literally. his whole scene where he's shocking them, I really enjoyed. Yeah, and I and I lo- I didn't mind the history built between him and Statham. I didn't, I didn't mind either. that there was that that like he that. was like that Statham's like yeah he's this ghost he's supposed to be dead. When he says when he says uh. I already shot my brother. I'm, I'm not, I was like, you shot Luke Evans? See, that's exactly... <laughs> he did the same I thing, like, and I'm like, no, 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 he's talking about him. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I really I really like Idris Elba, and I, and I personally, like, again, Metal Gear, this, there's so much Metal Gear in here. After we were talking about the sequel of what this movie would be, and I was like, just do make, bring back Han, make him a cyborg, do, just do stupid, crazy shit, and you're like, you gotta get off the Metal Gear train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, here's, yeah. so here is something. I, so, okay, uh, I've talked a little bit about how I think it's a a strange trend in modern day blockbusters that uh, villains become heroes. And I think nowhere is that more true than the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Um, especially with Jason Statham. Jason and his brother. And his brother. Jason Statham killed Han. Yes. Are we just supposed to forget so, and that? This is, I was again, I was talking to Sparks about this. This is the only problem that I have with mm. the continuation of Shaw being a hero. I don't mind if he's a hero. They've clearly, clearly painted him in the picture as like, hey, I was I was betrayed, like I was framed, all this stuff, like I'm not the bad guy people think I am. Yeah. But you still killed Han. If you of your own volition. Yeah, you need to give me a justified reason. So killed a reason. lot of people. Yeah, and he even says, he says, I've done a lot of things I, I regret, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine with me. They, I'm just waiting for them to give me the reason why he had to kill Han. If you do that, I'm fine with this. I'm totally fine. But they're just ignoring it. And it's well, I mean, everybody like, knows. It's, it's like weird. It was him sending a message because they'd killed... I mean, the reality is it's really hard to walk this because you're working through like three different things. Because one is that... Well, it's he was doing this. Yeah, it's a retcon of a retcon. Of a retcon. That's what's happening, yeah. and that's really tough. Um, and it's the same writer for all these movies too, which is which again, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like the cosplay. Uh, you, you just kind of have to take uh, it as face roll value. with it. Yeah. I it, I do wish that there were a more deft hand at handling the emotional beats of Statham's character. Although to be fair, I don't think he's got the chops to hold it up. As an actor, yeah, personally, I um, that. Uh, but I, I do wish that there was somebody who who had written a bit more through the emotional beats and at least allowed some of the room for the bond between him and Dwayne Johnson to have evolved through the movie because like they're better, but they're still giving each other shit. They're and then still all of a sudden, fighting the and then, entire time. Well, no, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're, the they're great until the end. Yeah, until Samoa. Once we get to well, Samoa, near, once near, that's Samoa, the final act, no, but yeah. that's what I mean. Is that like when when we're in Moscow and all that? Once, once we're past the plane, we should be at a point where we're starting to see like the turn, something between them that turns them, rather than it just being like, well, now they've spent enough time together, like they're good. And I'm like, cool, they spent this much time together in fate, and that didn't change. Uh, Eddie Marston shows up. He's a great character <clears throat> actor. He shows up as like the guy who designed like the, yeah. the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a great memo with a flamethrower. It's really fun. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then he gets his next real snap, real hard yeah. by yeah. Idris Elba. Uh, he's uh, cool seeing him. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with you, Sparks. That. 
um, I think that the turn isn't set up well. Sure. Um, when we get to when we get to Samoa, it is just they are brothers, and I'm like, I, I miss something. <laughs> If you're if you were here already, I think I missed something. There wasn't any emotional act, like something didn't happen. That is like now we're at page uh, one hundred. They need to be friends. Yeah. Like, right. and I, I will agree with that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I I also don't expect that from these films. Yes. That yeah. kind of it, it always surprises me when it's present. Uh, one that you and I go back to, Brandon, is when Michelle Rodriguez and Dom reunite, and yeah. that was surprisingly more emotionally written than than we expected because we yeah. don't get that out of the franchice a lot. Yeah. There are a couple of other moments like that peppered around the Fast and Furious films. I All of them, we yeah. Were, when we were watching uh, four, five. Uh-huh. Five. Six. Six. Four has the drug tunnel. Pretty sure it's six. Uh, it's six. It's six. When we were watching six, when Michelle Rodriguez comes back, yes, it's six. And it is six. Uh, and she and sh- and they're having this moment together, and I'm just like, do I buy a relationship between Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah. Yes, you did. Holy shit. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm like super. And it wasn't just that the actors were doing gr- uh, the one of the best jobs of their lives, which they were, uh, but it was also that the writing was there. Yeah. And and for the emotional part of this, the the writing isn't as there as I as I'd like it to be. I agree. But yeah. but I am also impressed with the amount that is in there, which is uh, the stuff about you know, toss away cameo as she is that Helen Mirren has this establishment. I do like the way that he in talks with his mom. I do like the banter between them. I do like that there's this building up of a relationship that went astray between him and his sister. It all works yeah. for me. I like that that's part of the background. I like that it's also part of the background that he has a former relationship with Brixton. Uh, that that really lands for me, too. Yeah. That, that all of that is there. I really like that uh, Dwayne Johnson's character has left his home behind part of what makes that work for me is that i am invested in the character and his daughter specifically Dude, i love how so much, when that lands it yeah. lands i love how much he talks to his daughter on the phone and it's always like because like that is his only family because like yes he, he gave he gave up the other side of the family yes so he's always in communication with her i think that is so sweet and the reason wasn't stupid no. i was waiting for the reason to be stupid like why hasn't he, he turned his dad in 25 years criminal he's turned his dad in and the dark. others weren't uh, weren't on board with it and he was afraid that they'd they'd hate him for it i think that's really noble I think now that's super again cool. i do wish i do wish that there had been more of an emotional beat on the other end of that when he has that conversation with jonah yeah i think there could have been a better delivery of like this kind of recognition of like you didn't have to leave home yeah you know we know what you did we know and you did. didn't have to leave for yeah. it right um i do think the t- turning all the the guns off which is man more Metal Gear. All the yeah. guns are encoded in Metal Gear, and they, they need fingerprints to use them. Uh, they turn all the guns off, and they just get their asses beat by a bunch of like uh, uh, Samoan weapons. That's super fun. Yeah, they're just like screaming, like like setting off bomb traps. No, Home Alone, Skyfall. No action piece in this film was not impressive to me. David Leach has has made nothing but incredible action movies his entire career. Yeah, like even if like Atomic Bond isn't a good movie, it's a great action movie. And he did Deadpool 2, and he did John Wick, and he did this. Like, that dude is, he is so talented at filming action scenes. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I was disappointed in my reaction to uh, when all the cars are connecting to the uh-huh. helicopter sequence. I was surprised at the fact that I wasn't, like, cheering in the theater for Dude, that when moment. they all hit the NOS, I did. <laughs> like, I know you did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was, I was laughing so hard. Because you were like, was, wow, this is Fast and Furious. I was happy to see the NOS yeah. um, because Fast and Furious. Yeah. But when they're all connecting, like I was kind of hopeful, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I was just kind of like, okay. I just – so like the trailer shows that like, okay, they do that, but they only do it with like one or two cars. They yeah. do like four or five cars. And I'm like, that's when they got the last car. I'm like, okay, now this is ridiculous. Because yeah. when they show there's like four cars hanging off, I'm like, this is bananas. Like yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't cheer, but I'm just like – 
the balls on these. Cats. I was I was laughing. Yeah, I, I was it's just ridiculous. laughing. I wanted the same reaction to that as I had when they were dragging the safe through the streets and fast by. It's it's not meant to be. I don't think it's meant to be that same kind of moment. I know what you're looking for, and I just don't think it was built to be that kind of moment. I think they, this film knew what it wanted to be right from the start because it's all in the pacing of that opening where it's like who's going to stop us hard cut split screen here's Hobbs here's Shaw here's your two guys you know them you love them or you don't the trailer is why can't we be friends yeah yeah uh, it's like it, it and you're following them for a long time in the split in the split screen of their day and it's like this is this is the setup this is gonna be these guys this is the movie it's these guys who both are are have their own way of being badasses and here it is and that's that's the setup and I I knew what movie I was getting into. It's 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 almost a hilarity. And and I'll tell you what, I actually really like something in this fil- uh, film that uh, I thought lended a lot to Hobbes' character, at least, which is that uh, he says, I think we could take five, five shocks. And he's like, five, all right. And he shocks him and he's oh, like, yeah. you had to open your big mouth. And he's like, I thought it sounded cool in the moment. Yeah. And for me, that was everything. Because to me, what that implies is that Hobbes is always trying to look cool and badass. And it just happens to work <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. But it doesn't always work and i really like that yeah that's good i i like that sequence also uh so uh keanu reeves is definitely the voice of that director guy right uh do you want to know who's the voice of the director because i looked oh, it up it's not keanu reeves it's not keanu reeves. who is it ryan reynolds that i caught i caught oh that. do you think that is do you think that's a I twist don't, or is that just i don't know that that really means he's the same character okay. i don't think so that at this be- moment i don't think he's the director that'd be a cool double twist uh yeah, I noticed it was Ryan Reynolds. There's there's a bit where there's a bit where the modulation drops and it sounds exactly like Ryan. I tried Reynolds. to catch it, but like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I th- I thought I was just hearing things, but saying that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I I think probably it was just like, hey, Ryan Reynolds, you're on set. We don't we don't know who thing. we want to be the director, but you're here, so do this. It's like he did the voice of of Juggernaut. Yes. Yeah. Deadpool. In um in Sherlock Holmes, uh, the first Sherlock Holmes. Uh, there is a voice actor who plays Moriarty, but it's not Jared Harris. Oh right. yeah, like, at the end. Yeah, it's yeah. just you have some. You want to. You don't know who you're gonna get uh, yet. Ke- so. And Keanu sense. Reeves isn't in this movie. No. Uh, there, there was that rumor that yeah. he would be. He did. He did admit that he was contacted about joining up with the franchise. I'm not surprised. And and all that. So that's that's on the table, but nothing's official. So he could still be the director down the road, which I'm all about Hell if yeah, that baby. happens. But yeah. it's not at the moment the case. This I, and Fate of the Furious have similar uh, sequel setups. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I really like Idris Elba's uh, uh, robot bike. Yeah, the he's stunts? basically he's basically Rinsler if Rinsler escaped oh, into reality. That's a mate. That's a good. That's a good pull. For those of you who don't know, Rinsler Tron. is from Tron Legacy. He's <laughs> Tron made bad. Yes. Yes. Um. Like yeah, like the bike like con- like shifts to his movements. So, like, Transforms. Tra- it's it's a transforming bike, absolutely. So like he's falling off, and the bike's like moving around him to get him back onto the bike. Like it's it's like AI super technology, and I'm like, this is cool shit. This is the coolest shit. I love it. That was a cool car chase, by the way. It was the uh, only yeah. car chase in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, the we saw it in the in the trailer, like where they where they kidnap Vanessa Kirby and go down the building. Yeah. But in the movie, it's so much cooler and so much crazier. The Rock, you said you were like, he's a psychopath. Yeah. When he's just <laughs> jumping from person to fall onto the next person, I'm like, he's a psychopath. That's like <laughs> he's just out of his mind. I was like, this is this is so ridiculous. It's so fun. Um, yeah. I it, I feel like the films have earned to be this insane. At this point, like it, it, even though this is a spinoff, you're this. If you're come along this far in the franchise, 
it's all nuts. It's just nuts. I Everything do, goes nuts. I do agree that this is the f- the hardest leap we've made into like, yo, he's he's a cyborg man. He's got superpowers basically. Uh, for me, I welcome that with open arms. Uh, I'm ready. Like, it, for me, I don't want this franchise to just be the same thing over and over again. It needs to, and they've done it to themselves. Unfortunately, you have to keep getting crazier and crazier. Otherwise, like, it's not exciting. So but that, it, they did it to themselves. And I totally agree. And so yeah. that, but that goes to my my whole thing is like. What I go for a Fast and Furious film, I didn't get in this film. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I'm ever going to get it again. Like, looking at looking at Fate of the Furious, I think Fate of the Furious is a really fun action film and is borderline a Fast and Furious film. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of, I'm kind of wondering if, this is going to sound really weird, uh, I'm really wondering if that X Factor was Paul Walker. Yeah. For me, like, specifically, I wonder if that X Factor was Paul no, Walker. I don't, think, I don't think it's so much that it was Paul Walker, but the X Factor very well could have been the f- the relationship, yeah. That was center focus, which was that that crew. Yeah. You know, was Dom, was uh, Paul, was Letty. Uh, Letty, but was also uh, the sister, who's yeah. also Jordan off the books. Yeah. Yes, who's also off the books. If Paul Walker isn't in it, yeah. So they're they're both gone. So I wonder I wonder if that's it. And I sort of that's why I think Fast Five is the top. And like since then, it's like six, seven, eight. Like it kind of like goes down because we are losing what I'm coming to the franchise for. That's fair. And I think as we keep getting further, look, I'll go see them. I'm going to go see all of them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I'll I'm t- into the franchise as I'll much as I used what, to be. I'll tell you what. I think these movies would probably be like, of course, like the which one did he pass away? Was it seven? Seven. So I think like seven had to change, but I think like to tra- the trajectory of what these movies became would still be the same. Just Paul Walker would be there. Well, Paul Walker wasn't going to come back after seven. He was always done after seven. Oh no! Yeah, he said he was retiring to be with his daughter. Hmm. Well, either way, I th- like I think this franchise would kind of pan out the same way, just with him or without him. So, like, uh, for me, the X factor is uh, past four is like crazy stunts and like people bonding and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It's just, for me as an action film, this is fun. As a Fast and Furious film, it was a little wanting. That's totally fair. And again, like. They didn't make it a a actual Fast and Furious movie, so like yeah. they didn't feel the same way too. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really the only where I'm coming from. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want? There's we've got time. <laughs> you um, guys want to just chat? Let's see. Um, I just I just really enjoy. I really love Idris Elba in this movie. Like he's just playing a, a, a snarky bad guy, but like he doesn't get to do that. And he's really fun in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think he his character kind of reminds me a bit of his character in Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, okay. But it's it, he's not covered in all that makeup. And so beyond, he actually to. has like a, like a much more believable like reasoning for doing something. So just like, oh, humans should evolve and be really cool. We should just wipe out humanity. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I I like Idris Elba as a bad guy. I kind of want to see him more as a as a hero eventually. <laughs> but as a... I mean, he mostly only plays heroes. That, that's true. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I like him in everything. He's a lot of fun, especially when he... And you can tell when he's like into a role and when he's into a role oh yeah and i think in this one he was into this role yeah. he was like so he was having a lot it's of fun to you, uh, the, chew the sheen, chew the scenery absolutely he's yeah. a he's a complete scenery chewer and I, I i i i liked watching him a lot he was he was electrifying whenever he was on yeah. screen uh i hope david leach gets to move on and do bigger and better, better things because not better things but like he every movie he makes just keeps getting bigger and bigger in terms of scope mm-hmm. and like this dude's tr- like again he's really talented like i he yeah i have the john wick I have, I can thank him for that. Yeah. John Wick's like my favorite American franchise, like uh, action franchise. Uh, so I hope the next movie he does is just like super crazy. Oh, it's supposed to be Highlander. 
I think. He is working on Highlander. Uh, if that actually happens. Wait, it's him, right? Not Chad? I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't remember <laughs> I always get them mixed up, unfortunately. Um, I wish they, I wish like the Russo brothers, they stuck together <laughs> so we know. Yeah. <laughs> but they split up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think I really have much more to say. Like, again, like, this isn't a necessarily, like, super deep movie. It's just, like, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. Like, uh, I do all, I do have complaints. Um, but, uh, it was a good time. Good yeah. time at the movies. I, I spent four bucks seeing it. I can't complain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sparks, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Sorry, I'm trying to find anything where Paul, it says Paul Walker was retiring uh, at Fury 7 because I've never heard that before. I've only heard the contrary, um, that he was going up until 9 at least. I, I, that's interesting because I only heard the retirement story. I've never, I've never heard that. I've heard neither from either, yeah. so I'm, I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I just thought the I thought overall everything worked. I really like the inclusion of uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite things. I'm like, man... Put him in the Fast and Furious. Have him pop up wherever. Have him banter with Dude, Kurt Russell in the next Fast and Furious. You can't name I, your I characters Lock and Loeb and not have them team up in, in, as, in the next movie. Yeah. Like, it's Lock and Loeb. That's, that's going to be another spinoff. Yeah. I was surprised Kurt Russell didn't show up. Kurt Douglas. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I was surprised uh, he didn't Mr. Show up Nobody is mentioned. He is, but I was yeah. surprised he, did, he wasn't the one who recruited Yeah, I, I was kind of expecting it, too. I was okay with it. Yeah, I was okay with it, too, but I, I, was, I was surprised that it, that wasn't the plot that he was recruiting them because that's what fate of the furious is he recruits them yeah. um he he wor- does he work for the cia or does he work for like the shadow government stuff i think he's shadow government okay was this shadow government too? this was cia okay so i think maybe that's why maybe because it was more on the books right that's why dom wasn't there and stuff yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah I'm busy. uh i i thought i honestly like there are two action movie franchises I think are just killing it like their home runs with what they're doing with their with uh, when they're just being action movies they're just so good to go see and that's John Wick and this yeah this this franchise and Mission Impossible Mission Impossible I will I will and Mission Impossible yes because those movies have only gotten better with each movie that's true I would at this point I'm far more into a Mission Impossible film than I am into a Fast and Furious film oh I am too yeah after Fallout that's a a whole different whole different craft of action (laughs) film yeah from from the fast Tom and Cruise franchise. wants to kill himself on t- <laughs> on screen. Uh, the Rock has clauses how many times he can get punched. The, the Fast and Furious franchise is very much like a, the popcorn blockbuster action film of the summer. That's what the franchise has become. But they're like the good the good end of that, the good version of yes. that. Um, I was really happy to actually spend this much time with Luke Hobbs' character because he's he has never been developed enough, and we've had actually, so many movies with him. I was happy to spend time with him. And I have actually him kind developed. of like in a weird way, like I have an understanding of who that person is more than ever. Yeah, like if I went back and watched the other, as movies, you should, as yeah. you should, if he's in a spinoff movie yeah. of his own. And if I went and watched the other movies, I think I would ha- I would like even like his character more because I understand where he's always coming from. Yeah, uh, t- to me, Statham Statham holds a weaker stature. Uh, I just don't think that he is given enough nor do i think he's good at carrying what he's given in character development to land it i think as well as i, I don't want. think it's all on him though like i mean which you kind of just said yeah. uh but like yeah where his character is and what they give him to do like i kind of wanted like they gave a lot to the rock emotionally and like the stuff they had they had with his family was there but yeah, it, yeah. i didn't feel it as much sure uh so maybe they're saving that for the next movie i don't know yeah it's it's unfortunate because uh, the nothing, stuff with him and his sister i liked a lot i did too i did too not it's just it. it's just ye- i'm just not I'm not 100% sold enough on him uh, being as this character having evolved. I just um, need I need a very reason much, for Han. Just give he me a just reason. very much always feels like he's bending to whatever the script needs him to do, and it's not so much about a character growing 
Yeah. His character is almost different in every fast film he appears in. Very true. Like, like he's written to be a different person, even though it's under the moniker of the same person, like, yeah. guy. I feel that. Uh, and I just feel that. And I wish that they'd done something here that had made me feel like he was consistently that person and this is who he's grown into now. And I don't, I don't feel that. But I also, no offense to him, I just don't go to Jason Statham for, like, great character Emotional. development. That's not what I go to him for. Yeah. Like um, I love him in like the transporter movies and Crank. Sure, those yes, are emotionally hitting movies. Those are action. Yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, he's good at what he does. Yeah, yeah. Man, I would like for him to try some drama just to see if he can do it, because everyone's capable of something. It's they gotta give him a shot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there was room to have written more for him to to have there, but the, it just didn't happen. This movie's already really long. Maybe not. <laughs> Uh, but cut but like the, you said, like some, some of the banter, some of the banter could have been cut yeah. down, and I'll even agree with that. Like yeah. that. S- certainly some of the plain stuff I didn't need um, because I felt like that was the point. The, the only part of that banter I cared about was the part where it was Shaw calling The Rock out for uh, clearly liking his sister. That was cute. And that part of it worked for me, but it was more or less the banter was a continuation on the I, I hate you kind of thing. Yes, right? I agree. Um, and, and again, I just think with a more deft literary hand, we could have handled the growth of the bond uh, to make it so that when we get to that final point where they're giving each other crap and, and Vanessa Kirby throws her arms around both of them and she's like, boys, let's just go home and they both smile at each other and <laughs> laugh and I'm like, wow, that felt real cheesy and I wish that didn't feel so cheesy. It because, did feel cheesy. Because I wish they were more bonded to You're each right. other when at he, that point. When, he said, when Jason Statham was like, I'm with your brother, I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What are we doing with you? Yeah, here? yeah. It's, you know what, I'll t- it feels like, so Chris Morgan, he writes like all the Fast and, Fast and Furious movies and he wrote this and then they got a punch-up guy from Iron Man 3 to make it snar- snarky but they didn't do any edits after that, so they just kept all the dialogue in. That's why there's, there's so much of it. Sure, probably. Um, the Rock, I think, plays it really well. Uh, I think Luke Hobbs is a really well-rounded character at this I point. I like him a lot, yeah. I really... Boy, I can't get over him and Ryan Reynolds playing with each other. I love it so much. Uh, the, the, the ending phone call where it's like, wow, you and your daughter, you seriously sound the same. I need to speak to Hobbs, honey. <laughs> this is me. No, put your dad on the phone. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> it works really well. Um, yeah. God, I hope he's in more of the next one, to be honest they with can't, you. Yeah, they can't just do this to us. Uh, what yeah. A lock and load, I'll, baby. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch so much more. So the whole thing is that, like, you know, the introduction of the Cetrion Foundation and everything else, and it's clearly setting up more with with that. Uh, I'm ultimate big bad. Me, personally, I, I know where Brandon feels on this, but I'm all about, I'm all about more. I'm all about more of this franchise. Um, in fact, I... I <laughs> If it's called Hobbs and Shaw 2, colon, Lock and Loeb, I will... Oh, my Lord. I will pre-order oh my, my DVD immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Whose money do I... Basically. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder, Brandon, do you think you would feel this the same way if, if the Fast and Furious franchise stopped at 7, and then there was this? Ooh. So, like, it was done. The Toretto stor- crew story was done, but then they kept going in the world with this. Oh. Would you feel the same? Interesting. You know what? I might... That's hard to say because on the one hand, I actually might feel worse about it because, because, like, oh, this is what we have now instead. Because it would be because there wouldn't be Fate of the Furious, which you know, for better or worse, does act as a, you know, it's Fate of the Furious and then Hobbs and Shaw. That's true. You do need like that developmental step because that's where Statham kind of becomes a hero. Yeah, yeah. But if you just went from Furious Seven to Hobbs and Shaw, I feel like that would be like ignoring nope. ignoring the ignoring the character part of that about Shaw. But I'm talking about like no, I think like story as, like, and scale. as conceptually of film, you know. They continued with the Hobbs character and things like connected to him, but it was done with the Toretto crew. Uh, I, th- oh, I, I, th- on one hand, I might feel 
feel better because it would feel disconnected from the Toretto family. Like you're seeing a different avenue of the world entirely yeah. now. It's not but part the, of it. But on the other hand, going from Furious 7 to Hobbs and Shaw on story and scale, it just feels like a, a much larger leap. Yeah, because that the 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 eight, like the crazy stuff in eight wouldn't happen. So then you go from seven to cyborgs. Sure. Like that's that's where I might be like, it's a little much. Now, eight shortens the gap. There's still a gap, but eight shortens it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying less to talk about like the story elements and everything and more just about if the Toretto crew story stuff had ended and then they, like it's not the same movie, yeah. but it is a Hobbes slash Shaw in some way incorporated focused film. That's not necessarily the same as this, but they are just moving the franchise in a different direction. That's more what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Because I, 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 I wonder. I, I kind of wonder, like, you know, how I would feel if the franchise ended at Furious 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm all for like they haven't made one I didn't like yet outside of Tokyo Drift so I'm all for we're gonna have to revisit this my man because two is the bad one three is good I mean Too Fast Too Furious isn't good either though that ending car scene is good yes um <clears throat> I mean those are both awful sequels Let's Too Fast Too Furious at least has Paul Walker three has Little Bow Wow and that's it has, a, oh wow that's you really con. got and me it on has that the one Incredible that's Hulk a car con. thank you the Incredible Hulk car thank you. Ryan, they're both bad. They're both bad. Listen, <laughs> I like Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Let that's, me have it. That's fine. That's fine. We all get one. I don't. I don't like Tokyo Drift. That's but, fine. Um, you don't like a forty-year-old man playing an eighteen-year-old sub with a southern accent? I absolutely Jesus. do not. Remember when he came back and the and, and he looked like seventy? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, I love it. Uh, yeah, no. Um, but I, I really enjoy Tokyo this. Tokyo Drift I, gave us Han Solo, so you have to appreciate it for that alone. Just say yes. It's better than Fast Five. Just say it. I mean, his character was better in all of the other movies. But he was introduced in three. You're right, but he was barely in it enough to, to be meaningful. Just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, talk to me, Goose. Okay. okay. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm all for what this means for the future of the franchise. I like the idea of them building this other avenue of the world. I like the idea of them potentially all still cr- crisscrossing and, and a whole bunch of mishmash and everything. I'm just all for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I, I'm all in. I'm on board. I, I like, I've enjoyed everything from Fast and Furious, the fourth one, all the way up. I've enjoyed it all. Should we rate it? Get yeah. out of here and rate it? Yeah. Oh, uh, I will bring up, because I brought up with Ryan, that because uh, were, we were talking about the Han thing and that they need to do something to acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, I was saying how they're, the, the movie ends with them doing this duo team comparison thing right as the credits are starting, and Statham says Han Solo had Chewbacca, and I think it would have been great if uh, Luke Hobbs yeah. had just turned to him and been like, don't you say Han's name. And that had just been, <laughs> that That had been that the acknowledgement. I'm like, it's almost too cheesy, and yet it's not. Like, it's almost forgot, too yeah, far, and it's not. They say Han's name. Not, they yeah. say Han. And I'm like, yeah. man, how do you not reference the character, yeah. the guy who killed him, and he's right there, man. Come right. on. Jesus. Missed opportunity. Hashtag. It was. There was a, there's an article on CBR. Just, just wrong. There's <laughs> an article on CBR that is just, no, Hobbs and Shaw does not do justice to Han. I'm like, really? You wrote an article <laughs> hey, on this? Hey, man. You, you know that website. <laughs> They'll write effing anything. <laughs> yeah, seriously. A lot of websites will. Yeah. Uh, all right, shall we grade it? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said earlier, it's a, it's a lot of fun at the movies. Uh, you don't have to bring your thinking hat if you don't want to. It's just, you know, sometimes it's nice to just go and giggle a lot. Uh, I would give it like a 7.5. Like it's not, uh, it's nothing super crazy, but it's a lot of fun. Sparks? Yeah, I had a really great time. I think, I think every bit of action works. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's Luke Hobbs. 
always works for me. Statham Shaw works for me sometimes, um, and uh, Kirby is excellent. Yes, she um, is. And Idris Elba is killing it. Uh, I, I had so much fun. I just had a really good time watching it. I, I enjoyed it. I was laughing. Uh, it, it was awesome. Um, I'm all about this franchise. I'm all about where this can go. So, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, eight. Yeah, I give it a solid seven. I think the, uh, uh, I think a lot of it does work. Some of the jokes fall fall a little flat for me, um, but I, you know, I just can't get over. It has the words Fast and Furious, so I got to compare it to the rest <coughs> of the franchise. So it's like, you know, uh, that might be a tough hurdle for me to to jump. So solid seven, I think, because I'm, I'm where solid I'm seven. Yeah, it's my nickname. I'll put it this way: I think I had a better time watching this than I did Fate of the Furious. Thinking back, I think so too. Because uh, I haven't, I haven't watched Fate of the Furious again since theaters, and I know I enjoyed it, but I don't think about it a lot. And I really liked this. Yeah, I, I would, I, I, yeah, I remember my, I remember watching Fate of the Furious in theaters, and I had a blast. I was like, like I was, I was into Fate of the Furious. Sure. Which was uh, the one with Statham and the baby? The, that that was, was Fate. Fate. That was the last one. Yeah. yeah. That movie is fun. <laughs> that movie uh, is fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That movie's fun. Yeah. I gotta revisit it. All yeah. so. But I also have not revisited it since theaters. Guys, listen, we uh, can watch the entire filmography when Fast Line comes out next year. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, so if I'm comparing my first time theater experiences, I know I enjoyed Fate more. Yeah. Uh, than this one, so sure. All right, so let's get out of here. Heck yeah, this was fun. Um, Can't wait to meet meet John Cena next year. Don't forget, guys, dun, our, dun, dun, dun. our episode on uh, what are we talking about? Just like a couple hours ago, the boys. The boys are back. Uh, the boys is up now. If you're listening to this, whoop, whoop. Um, next week we will have Jen, our good friend Jen, the key thief. Yeah, um, artist extraordinaire. Artist extraordinaire. So you don't want to miss that episode. Um, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, I'm so tired. Dom <laughs> says thanks, guys. Uh, we greatly appreciate all y- all you listeners. Uh, we have let's see, we got a YouTube page. We got some stuff on YouTube. Heck yeah! Uh, we got a Funko affiliate page. You can check that out. Shop ten link in the description. Uh, we got a Patreon, which if you're listening to this episode on Monday, thanks Th- for subscribing to our Patreon. You the best. Keep the lights <laughs> on. <laughs> if you're not, why didn't you subscribe to our Patreon? You should be listening to this early if you're subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, T public, we got a T public page. All the new merch. designs coming. Hell yeah! Um, so yeah, all all those links are in the descriptions. Check those out. Thank you to everyone who listens. Like I said, thank you, to Jeremy Bellucci, does our cl- our, cl- our collaborator. Thanks, Mike uh, Matola, for doing all our logos. Mike Matola for our logos. Where and can they uh, find you, Brandon? Uh, Fake Nerd Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Ooh. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. I'm at Emails. BT McClure. Baby. I'm at BT McClure. Where are you? I'm at DJ Tony Snark at everything. Spark Sparks. Uh, I am Sparks Witty on Instagram, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review, wherever you get us. Greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys. Uh, real quick, Rider. Paul Walker was planning on taking an extended break, but he was not retiring entirely, f- entirely from film. Fascinating. Uh, Fascinating. Whoa! Until next week, guys, ride or die. Ride or die, yeah.